0: Before we get started, please take the time to like, add, and subscribe to our pages on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and iTunes. Also, please leave us a review.
1: Like, holy cats, we're, we're in for one there, then. Cool.
0: I and and really it's I think it's how it opens up, right? If it opens up into the super volcano that it, it supposedly is. The earth's gonna be different for a while. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and it definitely is. It definitely
0: yeah. is. We can wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? clink clink clack clickety
1: clack we are back it is another wandering ways we are wandering into well i think this is still february
0: i, I hope know. or it might be march i don't know it's-
1: the first week of march or last week in february somewhere around there
0: yeah or the third week in april you never know when this episode's going to come out it's or march, not the I-
1: third week in april i do know that much <laughs>
0: Hey, but to our listeners, it might be, you know, it might be the third week in April. And you're like, hey, it's a beautiful, bright, sunshiny day where I'm at, Mark.
1: It is a beautiful, bright, sunshiny day where I'm at. It's like 70 degrees here today. It's
0: 60 degrees in Billings. And last year, it was like negative 10 at this point.
1: Yeah, it's going to be 70 for me for... The next three days and so i'm actually hoping to get outside i may end up playing some golf um but Ooh. um i'm hoping to get outside tomorrow at the worst maybe i'll do a nice trail run but yeah yeah it's too nice to not um i get easier days at work nice weather it's like it lined up the universe is saying mark go outside and so i'm like okay universe i'll go outside
0: right <laughs> no i i totally get it i totally feel it it is a it i'm craving it I'm, I'm craving the outdoors you know i've been i've been going out on the ice ice fishing these last couple weekends and it's been a blast you know i've caught my first ever fish ice fishing a whole different experience than what you think it would be and i'm, I'm excited you know it was great um but yeah
1: what like because you just get the thing right and it just
0: yeah so you have a tip up right and essentially what a tip up is it's just a little like plastic thing or sticks like these are gerald's so they're old school and there's these two sticks that sit across the hole and then you have a little plastic reel on the bottom and it has a line all around it and it goes down. And what you want to do is you want to put the like the lure or the bait uh sitting up above like, you know, you about 10 feet, 12 feet, 20 feet, somewhere in that depth, uh, and put put it like four inches off the ground or off the bottom, you know, so the fish see it and they hit it. Um, because it's winter, you know, the fish are hungry. They want move, you know, they're looking for movement. They're yeah. It, they don't fight as hard in the winter when you're reeling them in either, because it's cold. You know, it affects them in that way. They move slower. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was it it was reeling them in. Uh, he, he put up no fight. Really? Yeah. And so you're just on that little thing reeling it in. You know, you can handline it too if you want. Huh. Uh, some guys do that. Um, but it's a it's a it's a cool. You know, the flag goes up. <laughs> when they hit it uh this flag didn't go up you know i was checking it at the end of the day and i was like oh shit and i mean this fish is like you know 26 28 inches long dang that's a good size fish yeah big old big old northern (laughs) it's a good day uh it was a good day we thought we had a walleye on uh based we had one flag actually go up and they were reeling it in and and what walleye do is they'll suck up the trout, right? Or the the bait fish or whatever the, the bait that they're eating. And they'll they'll spit it out if they don't like it. Yeah. Uh and that's what we think exactly what happened here. Cause Scott, he he bought like these minnows, and he bought a fuck ton of minnows. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking like more than enough. Like he never checked the tip ups all day. So it's like, why did you buy that many minnows? <laughs> you just needed enough for one each hook, you know? And uh yeah he, he, so it was good, it, <laughs> nice. it was a good time. Scott's their version of Matt Buddy
1: yeah that's I remember you telling me that
0: you know, so. <laughs> always a good time to to see him
1: nice I'm glad you were able to catch something you always I think last time you were on talking about ice fishing you're like you never catch shit So that
0: was the first ever fish I caught ice fishing
1: yeah so if you follow the saga everybody not too long ago you thought he was a bad ice fisherman and now success success is rings in the
0: air right well i'm gonna i'm gonna i i gotta actually talk to gerald and jared they're the ones who have the fish because scott we were going to give to scott and then he just threw it in the back of gerald's truck uh and then gerald got home he was like who put this here (laughs) and uh I was like, well, you can smoke it or or bake it, do what you need with it. But yeah, I'll get I'll get you and Matt Buddy some of that pike, especially if he smokes it. It's it's a good fish. It's a good, well, it's a white meat.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I've had pike before. I'm not a huge fan. Well,
0: you know. I, I don't
1: I don't like that freshwater fish as much as like good I don't good quality sockeye salmon from Alaska, wild caught. Oh, so good it's the best shit on earth that's why it's called red gold
0: <laughs> no i i get you i get you there i feel uh i i i feel that there is a difference um but when cooked writes some of this stuff have i is it my pike that you've had that you didn't like
1: i can't remember where i had it i just remember i think it was in montana i had it was it some slimy sealy pike probably <laughs> yeah. probably yeah.
0: makes sense makes sense Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about today, my man.
1: No, 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 no. Today we are continuing our Montana Breakdown series. So, was it two weeks ago we did a Montana Breakdown where we did a very generic overview of it? And now we're starting the real nitty gritty. We're kind of diving deeper into certain areas and we are starting things off with a classic of ours, somewhere we've been a ton of. Um, one of the more popular places we've talked about, um, everybody seems to have really enjoyed our last breakdown of Yellowstone. So we thought, new year, new me, new Yellowstone breakdown. <laughs> We're bringing you another Yellowstone breakdown, hopefully providing you not just more detail but helpful so you can check out last year's breakdown and this year's breakdown and you can be like wow I ha- i'm gonna have a nice trip to yellowstone
0: well and, and that that's exactly it things change um we're you know that that road in the park that dunraven Pass, that uh you know that that road's been closed the past couple years um i, I Thought they're going to open it up this year i have not seen anything so i am unsure at this moment um, but that's something that you know people look forward to you get you get up in some elevation over there um that's also the part in the park where you can see the mountain goats if possible sometimes of the year um i think yellowstone it's one of those bigger parks it's it's a good starter park for people starting out looking uh for these uh for these national parks you know um, it was for me, I would say, you know, I, I was blessed to do it as a child with my parents, but not, you know, I don't really remember that as clearly or as vividly, um, as I do, you know, when I was here growing up in you know, middle school, high school age, um, and, and, and really getting to appreciate it. And I had a, I had a girlfriend that I, I did the park with in high school that I think that's the first time I really did something on my own. I went on a trip by myself with someone else. Um, and it was to Yellowstone. It was a place that is near and dear to me, you know? Um, and I think having, having those moments and, and, and those experiences and sharing them with different people, but also experiencing them for myself. I like sharing those stories, uh, as a local you know that's basically what i am i call myself the yellowstone local if you don't like it get, get the f out
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it, i mean it's a great park you know um we've there's a reason why it's so popular um and it is like you were saying it is a great one to start out if you're looking into parks and you're looking to make your first park experience really really special uh, because yeah. you can do so much, you can see so much, and you can learn so much uh, all in this park. So that's kind of what makes it um, so special. You know, today, we're going to kind of just jump into kind of first the things you you can do. Uh, we'll probably, because Yellowstone is so big, we'll probably break it down into little bits and pieces of areas. Um, you know, we'll, we'll probably start right now with i think our favorite section of the park or at least it's become our favorite section of the park is the lamar Valley.
0: yeah oh and, and actually before we get into this I, I do want to bring up some i think why yellowstone is a really good first park good starter park it has the elements of of all the national parks it has the history it has the natural features the the thermal features Uh, the alien-esque kind of world there, as well as the nature views and the wildlife. Um, and, and to get that all in one place is kind of rare these days. So to get that in Yellowstone, and that's why I mean going to the Lomar Valley first is a great spot because it's not on everyone's top of the list. You know, they they see on the Yellowstone maps, you know. Oh, I can go to Hayden Valley, that's where I've been told there's also animals um but the lamar itself it, it's a, it's an american savannah you know it's the bison in the thousands it's the wolves it's the moose it's the coyotes the foxes the otters all these wild creatures coming together and living in their natural ecosystem the way they have for thousands of years um and then it's, it's up right next against the Beartooth Pass, which, you know, is, I would say, the number one entrance into the park. If you want the most beautiful, breathtaking entrance, take the Beartooth Pass into that Lamar Valley, and that'll be the highlight of your trip, I guarantee it. And you'll be like, yeah, Old Faithful was cool, West Yellowstone was cool, Jackson Hole and the Tetons were cool, Gardner was cool but nothing's going to top the Lamar Valley with the Tooth Pass, especially if you do it sunrise or sunset.
1: Yeah, no, you're right there. Um, sunrise, sunset is a really good time to do it. Um, I think, you know, one of the reasons I really like this part of the park um, and why, well, maybe I shouldn't recommend it because it will ruin it um, for me. Um, but typically there's not as many people out in Lamar Valley, especially compared to other places in the park. Um, And I think it has to do with where it is located in the park. Um, You know, that entrance entrance you were talking about, that's not a super populated um, kind of entrance to go through. Um, It's been our luckiest one. I think every time we've gone through that, we've had banger days in the park. So, um, you know, maybe it's worth just to go through it to get a banger day. But like you were saying, the American Savannah, the way it just sits, it's like a true valley almost, you know, it's it's wide at the bottom and it's not sharp like a canyon, it's a, a gradual up into the mountains and it just sits there. And you can see the vastness of it. Mountains in the background, mountains to the left, mountains to the right. Um, you see the buffalo way out there just covering massive amounts of land. And you can get in and you can hike into there and explore this valley a little more and see it for the things that it has. Because it's got it's got the rivers to check out. Um, you can get some elevation climb, too, if you're looking into it. Um, It's just, it's one of those where I think it's the closest we can get to what, like, the Rockies and the, like, Great Plains really were before the massive, like, expansion west, the massive expansion of people, the massacre of Buffalo. You know, I think this is the real, the closest we can get to that glimpse in the States now.
0: A hundred percent. I agree. It's, it's the one place in the world we get the wolves actually living the way the wolves once lived uh, in the large numbers that they should be, the healthy numbers that they should be. Um, it's, you know, looking at that, you know, camping in there, I want to say if you're camping in Cook City, it's got to be a hard top only because it's also grizzly bear country uh me and mark i mean right there uh coming into the park i want to say it was by pebble creek uh area there and we were in the thought we were looking at a grizzly bear and another grizzly bear came out of the trees charging this other bear because it was in its area
1: yeah i um, mean we weren't in the park long uh that day before we saw the two bears so. yeah um yeah you you get in the grizzly bear country and then i mean shoot same trip a little bit farther down the road boom wolf so
0: <laughs> exactly
1: um, you know that is you're that's a hotbed for um wildlife so if you are camping in that area um you know you are gonna have to be a little bit more bear aware
0: yes um bear spray is recommended in that area it is their home we are invading their home um and, and that's also the one thing I like about the Lamar Valley, too, uh, is it's a winter uh, spot you can go in the park. It's the, it's the only way in and out of Cook City, Montana in the winter is through the Lamar Valley and up through Gardner there. And in the winter, I've seen some amazing things, you know, otters, foxes, um, just awesome stuff, you know. Um, and Cook City, the cute little town it is, you know, you can go snowmobiling there in the winter. And the lodge, I love going to the little lodge there, the Soda Butte Lodge, and uh, having, you know, a drink or a lunch with my pals and with Thea and, uh, you know, Colton and Jared, when we did it, it was great. Uh, it's one of those things, in, in the summer, do it. Go, go do it all um, if you have the time.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, that, so Lamar Valley is kind of the, probably the, the place that we would recommend you check out um outside that the next place kind of moving a little bit e- uh, west of the park there um you know you can head to uh, a mammoth from there that's kind of the more popular route too or you can you can turn and head towards like the hayden valley um, from there as well
0: yeah you um, you, hit, you hit that tower roosevelt junction yeah, uh, and that's a uh, that junction is a really cool spot because, um, that's where Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, when he came to the park, he spent a lot of time there. Um, you could do some of the horseback riding.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say they have the carriages and the horseback <laughs> yeah. riding and stuff to do right there. It is actually kind of a cool little spot to do. Um, you know, we have haven't you, really spent a lot of time there.
0: Have we eaten there together?
1: Yes, we went there. Okay. We okay. I, we parked in. Tell you the truth, I don't know if we actually ate, but I know we parked in that parking lot, got out of our cars, mm-hmm. and I think we went and looked at it. I don't know if we actually sat down and ate though.
0: Okay, I I, I have eaten there before, and it is a great restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel, I mean, it's Montana, man. You 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 have a wonderful meal. Around just people, right? And then you walk outside, and it is quiet. And you look up at the stars, and they're just in the thousands and millions. And you're like, "Oh my god, this is what the world should be." <laughs> you know, um, I I have had moments right there, and and you could, like you said, you can go right and go over what they call the top of the eight of the roads. You know, if you look at the roads in Yellowstone, they make a, an eight the top of the eight uh there's that's great for uh uh i've seen bighorn sheep i've seen moose i've seen elk and bear and deer and all sorts of animals in this area um and then like the hayden valley i mean i believe it was you and i or maybe it was me and thea who went and we saw a baby elk after it was just chased by a wolf
1: oh yeah that was not me when uh you and i were in the hayden valley we saw the bear and cubs. Um, yes. We got out of the car and we went up and off in the distance, we could see the bear and uh, the two cubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I remember
0: was, that actually. And we were just like, yeah, what if we took a gun out right now? Yeah, like, we were joking around.
1: Yeah, that is exactly what happened on that. Yeah.
0: Um, and that's where you always – always get a bison on the road and it causes like an hour delay if you're going through the hayden valley
1: yeah that's where it'll happen yes um uh, that is that is totally true that's where we had that big big uh big um stoppage and you have that picture of it just standing right there on the road i always remember that one
0: right um
1: and then the guy was like stop to us <laughs> uh, no
0: that was a good one that was that's good, because on that one, and that's where, honestly, I think you really start to get into, well, before you even reach the Hayden Valley, you hit the canyon, right? And I think yeah. the canyon visitor center, it's one of the my favorite visitor center. It's the one uh, with the volcano interpretive stuff. It's the one that uh, really tells you kind of the dangers of this park. I always say, watch the movie Super Volcano, it came out in like 2007, if Yellowstone blows up, that's, that, that's most likely what's going to happen, and it's kind of fun to watch.
1: Yeah, no, the Volcano Visitor Center is really cool, um, and the, all the visitor centers really are pretty cool um, in this park, but that one, actually, I, I do enjoy uh, that one, you get to, you know, we, we talked about the volcano that Uh, erupted in Tonga recently and how massive like that was and you know they put into perspective like the last time Yellowstone Mm -hmm. erupted and um, all the other kind of like Mount St. Helens which that one you know was a huge one we've talked about before and they put it to scale so you really get to see kind of like you know if this blows and it blows the way they say it's going to blow like like holy cats we're we're in for one there then
0: Cool. i and and really it's i think it's how it opens up right if it opens up into the super volcano that it, it supposedly is the earth's gonna be different for a while <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and it definitely is it definitely yeah. is um you know it's that one's got all of the like geothermal the um geology you know the it goes into earthquakes um so you know if you are into that then like man go check that one out for sure and if you are into that and you are planning to go to yellowstone check out the super volcano documentary because i mean you can really kind of make a whole trip around that in this park which is you know which would be amazing to do especially if you're into it you can check out all of the thermal features all of all of the different geology that happens in this park um because it's really you know it's it's the earth moving in action (laughs) yeah you get to see it in action
0: (laughs) no you're absolutely right it is it's it's a good one and that that's actually the visitor center Uh, they have a good visitor center they have a good little gift shop restaurant area campground there's even gas there um and, and, and the Yellowstone Falls is r- right there, right nearby. And that's where you get some of the most breathtaking pictures of the Yellowstone River as it, you know, on the Yellowstone Falls. Um, at, from like Artist's Point, all the way looking down the, the Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone. Um, that's a good spot too in the winter, if you can get across or early spring or kind of off season uh, to see bears when they come out of... Uh, hibernation and stuff there's always usually some dead bison in that area um uh uh, the lakes especially in that near that area that kind of yeah some some bears
1: (laughs) yeah the 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 falls there are really cool um the falls there are very cool I, i i'm blanking on is that where the um like the the canyon is the grand canyon of yellowstone
0: yeah, so when you look back the other way from the falls, that's where it begins.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I thought. I just I was blanking on it for some odd reason, but
0: yeah, and it's beautiful. It's breathtaking. The colors are really cool the the yellows, the the reds, the whites uh, of the rock. I really like that. And what I also really like is kind of when you go down into into more the Hayden Valley there too uh as well as like past that canyon up up river towards the lake you really get into what the yellowstone river truly was and like when you're driving on i-90 to get to the park if you're coming that way or just any river you know you see these large rivers the missouri the columbia uh and 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 they don't go to the grass or the top of the river like like they should um you know you go look at like this river where it's at in the park and it goes right up to the grass and it looks like it should be there it fits perfectly mm-hmm. uh, along with the earth and we don't think about like because there's no water being tapped from it you know that's as pure as it's going to get um, whereas like you take like the Yellowstone River down here where I'm at well there's a city sucking up water there's people there's farms there's you know it's not at the same level that it could be and just to get that it's so peaceful and so beautiful um and then you get kind of into the fishing bridge and and lake village area and bridge bay area which all that stuff around the lake is kind of cool uh as well
1: yeah the lake is it's really cool so like you know if you wanted to go to the park and You know, you could spend your whole time at the lake if you really wanted to um, and do a lot of great things there. You can do a a lot of classic lake activities at um, the park there. So, you know, you can have your lake days in such a beautiful place. So, that's what makes, again, that's what adds to the value of Yellowstone is, you know, you can do a lot in this. And you can do a lot of different trips. Every time you go, you can do a completely different trip, almost. Um, And you may only overlap a little bit from the trip before, from the next time. So it's, you know, going to the lake is another fabulous option. Um, I haven't done anything really at the lake. Um, I've been to the visitor center there. That's got all the birds of uh, of Yellowstone, Um, but it's gorgeous gorgeous lake especially when you're looking east there you can see the mountains in the background
0: oh yeah i i really uh i really like like it there's a lot to do i've never done it but there's like the boat tours that they offer um there's fishing guides you can go fishing i believe you can bring your own boat it just has to pass all the like mm-hmm. you know the laws and stuff the safety thing so it's not leaking oil and stuff into the lake um and I, I know we, we camped down there as a family one time when we had a, our camper and we spent about a week down in that area. We were camped in the Bridge Bay area. And, you know, like one, once a day we'd go drive over here, drive over there, go do this activity. Um, actually spent time in like, well, we're gonna go down to the ranger talk and listen to them talk, um, you know, that, which is awesome to have. Um, You know those campgrounds, especially as a kid, are fun because you you run into other kids and you're hanging around, you're riding your bikes and and that kind of stuff too. And that that's what's fun is Yellowstone had that as a child for me. You know, and now as like an older adult, I'm I'm starting to get into like I'm going to hike this place. I'm going to go get in the back country. I'm going to go do this. You know, I'm going to go explore this for the other things that has to offer, because there's just so much more, uh, you know, and we're, and we're trying the best we can uh, to tell, to, to, to talk to, from our experiences to tell you guys. And I, I know it's like, we're missing so much more.
1: <laughs> that's why, uh, that's why we're doing another breakdown. <laughs> <Right. laughs> you no, know we missed some from the last time.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, but, but no, yeah. So from the, from the lake there, you kind of, the farther South you go, you start to get to You know, the hot pots and um the you know, all of that, like the steaming dragon, I think it is. Um, yeah, you have very cool,
0: you have like the mud volcano. Um, you get into the West Thumb area, and that area, that's those geysers and the hot pots right on the lake. And those to me are the best ones to go to. It's not as busy. Um, and you're you're on the lake, which makes it even that much more cool. Cause I know there's the people that go to Yellowstone and they see the hot pots and they're like. You know, like I, you seen when you seen them all, <laughs> but like you, you, do and you don't, because they are different. They're they're really cool. I like them. Um, I go back to them. I love the Grand Prismatic. I'll keep going back to it, <laughs> Sue me. Yeah. You know. Um, but. I I like that. And then West Thumb, what's really cool there is you can go down, and that's a lot of that's a very popular route going south there, right into the Grand Tetons. You have Lewis Lake, which is another lake you can put boats on and do things, um, more active activities. Um, And a lot of people actually come from that route because they're doing both parks. Um, Another good route into the park that we didn't hit is the route in from Cody, Wyoming um and that's the east entrance and it kind of goes around the a little bit of the lake and you're up you're up on like a mountain ridge the whole time uh i haven't seen a lot of wildlife we did have some wildlife encounters not a lot when i did that one cody is also a really cool town if you have the time uh they got like the the museum there and it's just another one of your western you know wyoming towns
1: yeah yeah i i I forget about that one just because you know i've never gone out that way or have come in from that way cuz i'm typically heading um i've come from the south up um, from tetons up um you know i've come in from billings to uh, cook city there but usually i'm going either into gardner or West Yellowstone. so i often i i forget about the cody entrance uh, a lot <clears throat> but uh going down to those hot
0: pots there well, there's right not on, a the lot on the uh sorry go well there's not a lot over there you know there's only a few like picnicking areas there's no campgrounds um there is a lake over by cody that that has camping and stuff but inside the actual park itself there's not a lot to offer other than a road inward you know most of your stuff is on that figure eight uh of the roads i would say um but you know, like you said, the, the West Yellowstone and Gardner entrances are very common. The West Yellowstone one there follows the Madison River, and I've had a, a, a extraordinary encounters on that as well. So, but yeah, go go I go back to West Thumb, talk about the geysers. Yeah, the I
1: was just gonna say, like, yeah, you were saying you seen one, you see them all, but it is like this is a nice one, um, you know, to go to because like you you were saying it's on the lake so you can see these hot pots the bright blue and then you get the backdrop of the lake so if you're into photography this is kind of a good spot for you to go to because you can really kind of start to um kind of you know depending on the angle you can get you can get some amazing pictures of the hot pots with the lake and mountains in the background um so if you're the photography type, you know, this is an area I would probably go check out just so you can take some cool pictures. Um, and then you know, anytime you get into these hot pots, the bacteria and the color that you get from the bacteria on these is amazing. Um, it just sometimes they really pop and it's like really, really cool to see.
0: Well, it, it, you exactly right. You've seen it enough, uh, and I know I have. And I mean, I want to see it more, but you go on like a cloudy day and you go on like a sunny day and you go on, you know, kind of an overcast, you know, sun's peeking through, you get the pools, they give you a different color every time, you know, it's the, yeah, my, yeah, it's the same blue, it's the same red, but that vibrancy, you know, you go there on a nice sunny day, you're like, oh my God, Grand Prismatic, talk to me.
1: Yeah, you
0: know what I mean? So true. <laughs> it
1: it it's really funny. is. Um it is so true that you know that kind of thing happens um where the different depending on the weather the different things are brighter, things are duller, but they're still all very very cool to kind of um to kind of see. You know, it's it's what makes you want to go back is cuz you know there's going to be Um, something just as cool there Um, the next time you go, even though you may have seen it again. You know, there's just. So I was kind of thinking of getting into sport fishing again, but
0: I feel like I need a good quality net. Well, you know what, Reverend? I got the key solution for you. You know, our friends at Blue Ribbon Net make this eco-friendly, aquafade bag, so you're not hurting the environment. It's 100% biodegradable. Plus, the wood is locally sourced, and it is also biodegradable, and it's just such a great company to use. Um, the Blue Ribbon Nets, they're here in Bozeman, Montana, and we even have a discount code. That's right, if you use the code rugaroo 10 that's right, that's my Jeep, the Rugaroo. rugaroo 10 R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0, uh, you're going to get some you discount on a Blue Ribbon net. You know, you can get the long one if you're fishing the big fish, or you can get just the good river one, you know, if you're like me and just want to catch a lot of fish. So again, make sure you go check
1: out Blue Ribbon and use the c- promo code RUGAROO10.
0: Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier.
1: Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff.
0: Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? No, I have not. Well, he is doing some really cool stuff with the shop LS574. Yes, they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers um he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker there's even water bottles hats sweatshirts the whole swag and we even got a discount code for you guys yes if you use wandering ways at shop ls 574 you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase but not only that you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the little shell tribe as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code WANDERINGWAYS, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G, W-A-Y-S, and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount.
1: There's just too much cool shit out there. and yeah. Speaking of cool shit in nature and cool shit, it's time for cool shit in nature. Um, So this time I've got, I've got one that's kind of Yellowstone-ish theme. Um, I don't think it's that, that much of a Yellowstone theme. Um, And then I got one that I just really liked. Um, But this first one here is pretty, it's, this is why you need to be bear aware. <laughs> but it, this is two. It's just a video of two bears, um, essentially going at it. They're having themselves a, a fight, and uh, they uh, they're powerful. You're like, holy shit!
0: <laughs> oh yeah, these guys are big.
1: Yeah, they're big, and they are they are going at it.
0: But like, what's crazy is is we look at that right like this to them i don't know how serious this one is like this could even be play fighting right
1: it very well could i was actually just thinking that as we're watching this like i don't know how much um especially like right now how they're just kind of there like i think this is more
0: of a play fight but but exactly to them this is a play fight but one of those blows a human is dead
1: yeah that's so true this is a sparring match right here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. It's crazy. Two big old grizzlies. Dang, that's nice.
1: Yeah, they're big, you
0: know. Big bears, yeah. Dance around a tree.
1: Yeah, they are they are those are two big bears. <laughs> yeah. Uh so the next one here, just so it's uh it's my favorite cat. It's a nice just snow leopard chilling i think somewhere in like a zoo or something because the thing it's
0: sitting on looks man-made yeah and it's beautiful with the snow falling on him and you can tell he's oh it's a, like a
1: very wild. peaceful peaceful little video because it's a snowy day he's just chilling the snow's very like kind of softly falling right now i just imagine if there was music it'd be like just a very soft piano <laughs>
0: I get it. I get I get the whole wanting a big cat as a pet thing. I get it. I understand it. I'm I'm in.
1: The eyes are beautiful.
0: Exactly. We need a we need yeah. a big we need a wandering ways uh snow leopard.
1: Oh yeah, I'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> I'd On be our down. nature preserve. Yeah, I just have yeah. a nice little pet old uh snow leopard.
0: <laughs> yeah, we rescue big uh big uh big cats. yeah
1: um going so jumping back to yellowstone um you know we're gonna try and hurry the things up of things to do so that way we can leave enough time today to talk about places to sleep and hopefully maybe at the end talk about things around the park too because there's not just the park there but there are things around the park that can really make your trip as well um But yeah, so going, keeping from there, you know, you kind of head back north of the little figure eight and you're going to hit the classic Old Faithful.
0: Yeah. On that drive, you're going to pass the Continental Divide, which is sometimes a checkbox for some people. But Old Faithful is probably the destination uh, here where you're going. It gets you right into the geyser area. There's a lot of other geysers in this area. There's a lot of access to geysers, hiking trails um and just some cool stuff all along that fire hole river um also that i would say this is the most most developed visitor center area in the park yes Um, old faithful is iconic again you know we talk about seeing the different colors on things uh old faithful you go on a really cold day man that thing looks huge you go on a warm day it doesn't look as big
1: Yes, um, that is very, very true. Um, It is also very crowded. This is one of the more crowded areas of the park. Um, So, you know, be prepared for people when you do go. Um, I always encourage people to hike around the area a little bit because that's where you get rid of the people um, in that park. You just and you don't have to go far to get rid of them. It's actually kind of incredible how far you don't have to go to get rid of a lot of people. um
0: exactly no i i like this one i mean there's the snow lodge there's the cabins there's the the actual lot like lodge there to stay at there's the food and mm-hmm. the shopping if you want to go fly fishing there's even a fly shop there uh cafe grill they have it all um and the visit they have like a couple multiple visitor centers they have like a, a, a art center there um it's there's a lot going on
1: yeah there is um you know a lot, a lot going on a lot of places to stay right there too which we'll get back to as well but uh you know you keep the farther north you go into this little um figure eight that we are kind of going on you start getting into some more geysers um, some geysers some hot thermal areas um you know there's not the huge i think that was it the Firehole river is that what it is there
0: that's what you're following so like basically next after old faithful the next big stop is the is uh, the midway geyser basin and that uh that's what has grand prismatic
1: yeah and that's so, i mean grand prismatic we've talked about before it's amazing it's worth the stop
0: it's the picture you see of of the hot pots at yellowstone it's that like that's what it is um it's the traffic's kind of busy there. So really the other thing with these places, I would say old faithful and like grand prismatic, especially go at the weird times of the day when not a lot of people are out. Those are the best times. If you're going to go at noon, expect a lot of people. Yeah. You're going know, if you're going to go at busy times, just expect a lot of people. Um, I would say, especially from, You know, that if you're doing the drive from Tetons out to West Yellowstone, that that whole road, part of the park, that, you know, you're going to expect people if you're there between the time of 11 a.m. and 4 p.m.
1: Yeah, this area, um, Old Faithful, Grand Prismatic, and even Mammoth, um, you know, they get crowded, and this might be worth starting your day in the park at because you don't get as many people. If you get an early start, you can go check out these. Um, you'll get a sunrise, right? A sunrise with Old Faithful or Grand Prismatic would be amazing to do. Um, and so it might be worth doing that, even if you did the little hike up for to the upper spot for Grand Prismatic. um, That would be kind of pretty sweet to do. Um, these would be a really good spot to start. And then you can get into, you know, the Hayden Valleys, the Lamar Valleys, or or whatever hike you had planned. Maybe you want to do a longer hike that's around Old Faithful or Grand Prismatic, but you know, you can see your highlight spot, and then you can get into the park a little bit more um, for the day. And then, you you know, you come out and, you know, pick your spot for food, dinner, and maybe, uh, you know, a beer or something after, or beverage whatever your your thing of choice is
0: yeah no exactly and 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 pretty much from there that's that's about it i mean you have the norris geyser basin and the norris museum um that's more hot pots more geysers the museum's really nice you have the museum of the park ranger as well over there um and then that that's kind of the figure eight loop there you can get back across over to canyon village and you know you see some good stuff there there's just a lot of forest so you're not seeing a lot of animals in this area it's we'll see about, buffalo yeah there's yeah, buffalo I mean, everywhere we've i mean we've come across coyotes and wolves in these areas too that's but true. it's just not as common yes um, very true and then and then you know some of my favorite spots along the way you know you got obsidian cliff sheep eater cliff uh pelican lake i believe is uh, or is it pelican lake or swan lake uh swan lake swan yeah swan yeah though along the way as well that you can stop at look and there's just some cool spots to go um But, I mean, as for the highlights, I mean, you're going to, you know, your highlights are, to me, are the Lamar Valley, Hayden Valley, the Lake, uh, the Geyser Basin, Old Faithful, Norris, and, you know, Grand Prismatic are going to be what everyone wants on their lists.
1: Yeah, this is the area where you kind of get the traditional car tour or bus tour kind of routes where it's like, all right, we're driving to this spot to get out for a little bit. And then you drive to this spot to get out for a little bit. We're gonna take this little scenic offshoot for a little bit. We're gonna take this scenic off route for a little bit. It's this area kind of from Mammoth down to Old Faithful that you're gonna see a lot more um, of this. So if you are planning to do that kind of route, uh, understand parking could be a bitch at all of these little stops um, because there are just so many people. And then especially, you know, with COVID, they haven't done the bus tours as much. Um, but once they get that going again, you know, anticipate a lot more people. Although, you know, they got the little tram thing, the little bus things now, which that could, that could change the whole game. We haven't quite seen how that's going to affect the park um hopefully we'll find out real soon how we can get some firsthand experience to see how it affects the park but um
0: i think that i mean if you're listening to this will we we on our agenda have a plan in july or actually late june to be going to yellowstone park so the episode will probably come out sometime in july or august uh where we talk about that but i know we're going to make it a point to try and get over to canyon uh to see these little vans that mark's talking about yeah uh, and let you know about them yeah
1: because um i think we've talked about it like this could be a big game changer in helping crowd control in these parks is exactly. figuring out these like electronic tram buses that they've got um but yeah so we haven't really talked about mammoth um a whole lot that is another more populated area the mammoth hot springs is up there um, it's close to Gardner, um, where the Roosevelt Gate is. Um,
0: so yep, you have the hotel. You yeah, have, the hotel up there. Um, you have uh, that's that's the park headquarters. That's open year round. That's where people live in the park. Those markets and stuff are open. There's restaurant. There's uh the superintendent of the park lives there. That's the courthouse. There's a post office. Yeah. Um, you're you're going to see elk in that area um there's good bighorn sheep in that area you come down the uh i think that's the Firehole river too right where it comes into the yellowstone and gardner rivers there and that river uh you can actually there was a hot springs you could hike up to where the, the tottenham river but i don't know it's been closed for a long time
1: oh that's kind of a bummer yeah um but yeah so that's there as for staying in the park or sleeping making those overnights um there's honestly a ton of options and there's a ton of different kind of options too in this park, which is a huge plus, you know, you can do the hotel route. There's tons of hotels between hotels and lodges. There's about nine in the park, um, just there alone, you know, down in old faithful up in Mammoth, all over kind of the park. You can do it. There's cabins down at old faithful. We've stayed in very nice um so there's a lot of options for that kind of route yeah or there's the classic camping route you know there's right here i don't know how many there's just a ton of them
0: you have mammoth madison fishing bridge norris bay bridge tower fall canyon grant village indian creek pebble creek slow creek and lewis lake campgrounds um some of them they've updated a lot of them have rvs available um like i said if you're staying in like the cook city area you know you you're going to stay in a hard top you know no tents uh backcountry camping is even a thing that you can do um,
1: yeah very very true um you know awesome. so the thing um uh, one important note whether you're doing the lodge route whether you're doing the camping route um and part of the reason why we're doing this podcast this time of year right now is you got to plan ahead even if you're listening to this and you're like, "I'm gonna to go to Yellowstone right now," it could honestly, arguably, be too late. Um, you know, these do fill up very,
0: very quickly. So, but they do have some first come, first serves. That is you very. You gotta true. be up early. That is <laughs> yeah, ass crack of dawn type stuff.
1: It is that people will line up, um, and that's in all parks when it comes to the first come, first serve. It's, but this park gotta is.
0: Be... I would say this park especially more. Because it's a busy, high hit park. Yes. And it's far, it's further to, it's a large park too. So getting across to like, you know, you can't just get over there, you know, from Madison to Mammoth in, in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 20, 30 minute drive, maybe longer even.
1: Yeah. So, you know, if you are planning to stay in the park, you're going to have to plan ahead, even really, even if you're doing the first come, first serve, you're going to have to plan how you're going to get in line to get that first come first surf because holy cats it's it could be a real doozy of a um, um of a wait for you or it could be hard to get just a spot because it's popular Yellowstone's really cool so you know if you you're going to yeah i you know you're gonna you're gonna lose a lot of time in the park waiting for the first come first surf. You know because they have to have people leave in order for you to get in. Um, so just be, be prepared for getting your spot. Think ahead, think ahead, think ahead. Um, Cause it is just that, that crowded. Um, so we've done the things to do sleeping and we have just a little bit of time. We don't have a whole lot of time, uh, but I still think it's worth because Yellowstone National Park is not just Yellowstone National Park. There are things around, especially if you can't find that place to stay in the park. You know, you can stay in a Cook City. You can stay in a Gardner. You can stay in a West Yellowstone. Um, you can stay down in the Tetons. <laughs> you can camp. Um, that's what we did one time. We stayed in the Tetons and then we went up to Yellowstone that day, next next day. So um that's why it's worth us talking now about things around the park we're not going to do Teton because that deserves a whole breakdown um but
0: <laughs> no exactly uh, I mean West Yellowstone there you have the, the museums uh it's you know it's a lot more lodging options a lot more uh shops restaurants that kind of thing same with Gardner uh that's where you're going to be able to go whitewater rafting as well uh go find some expeditions up the Paradise Valley uh Beartooth Pass out the Cook City you know we talked to Cody a little bit but even in the park you know that things that are both outside and inside the park you can do you can go fishing you can go boating on some of the lakes uh you can find those horse rides and carriage rides I know Gardner and, and Yellowstone offer those as well as places inside the park um plus like there, there's many other swimming areas hot springs around the area um places to unwind decompress and, and show the family you know show the family like hey just because we're not in the park doesn't mean we can't have a great time you know that's where i think sometimes you can get away with more of the fun you know it's easier to go whitewater rafting outside the park it's easier to go fishing in montana than it is in the park you know various things like that that come up um, that I, I people like to do
1: yeah 100 percent. i mean you know, we stayed in that house in, I think it's Idaho, technically.
0: Yeah, it was uh, Hayden Lake, Idaho, I believe. Is where yeah, were
1: somewhere at. just right on the border of Montana and Idaho there. Um, I've stayed in West Yellowstone in the winter. If you're making the winter rounds, West Yellowstone is very popular um, because a lot of tours get run out of there. You just start in West Yellowstone and you to drive on in you know whether it's by snowmobile or uh, snow bus or whatever um they just take you on in there and west yellowstone is actually a cool little spot to check out um you know, Gardner is as well um those are the two i've really kind of
0: checked out um yeah i would i recommend the running bear uh pancake place in west yellowstone to eat at i would also uh uh, you know, I recommend Chico. We always throw Chico out there when you're staying uh, up in the gardener area. You know, you could stay in a nice old dude lodge, kinda get your uh, hot springing on, go into the park, relax. It's fun. I mean, it's a vacation. That's most likely why you're doing it. So, so figure out what you wanna do. There's a lot to do there. Um, you're experiencing the Wild West or what's left of it at least. So however you want to do that, you know, is, is it, yeah, I'm going rafting. No, I just want to see animals. No, I just want to do hikes. The Tooth has great hikes. West Yellowstone has great hikes around. Just because you're not in the park doesn't mean you're not in the Yellowstone area. You know, that Yellowstone area is a lot more. Sometimes some of the better stuff is on that natural forest land or that private land because someone bought it. But it you know there's some stuff out there that is is accessible that you can get to that is worth it.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's the beautiful thing. You know, I got to be that guy. We got to kind of go into our final words, but before we do the final words to like close up this kind of um, about Yellowstone is we missed a lot um, with doing this breakdown. Um, partly because there's just so much to it, um, which is why we redid it. So make sure, you know, the last one we talked about other things, we talked about some similar things as well, but we talked about some hikes back in the other one. So make sure you go check out that one, listen to it, learn more about the park, check out all of the trips we've done into Yellowstone, the firsthand kind of trips into it, whether it's a winter one, whether it's a summer one. Um, go make sure you listen to those because you can learn a whole lot about it. Um, because I think the more, you know, about this part going in, the better you can have of a trip, not to say if you went in blind, you wouldn't have a bad trip. Um, you can just have an amazing trip if you know what you got going forward, um, and you plan ahead. So go back, listen to our other episodes on this um from the breakdown to all of our trips again um but yeah going is now time for our final words so final words my guy
0: yeah guys thank you for sticking along this long if you have uh we really do appreciate it please take the time to drop us a review just give us the five stars on spotify Apple iTunes, whatever that may be, uh, it helps us out. You know, we really want to help you guys with your park experiences. You know, we got some big things coming up. If you're staying tuned to the weekly saga or the social media saga, you know, you see we got a lot of plan. You know, we got big parks this summer of 2022 coming up. Going up to Glacier, doing a chalet, which is a crazy experience. I'm glad we got to do that, but we also had to book it six months in advance you know, so back to that planning, you know, when it comes down to these parks, you know, Yellowstone is a great park, and I'm glad you said uh, that, you know, if, if you win in blind, that you're going to have a great time, because yes, you are, but it's also one of those parks that if you want to do something you can, that that is feasible in this park, go do it, because you're going to have a blast doing that, you know, um, so really understand, do the research if you want to, um, or just, you know, sit back and enjoy the ride because that is Yellowstone. I love, like I say, I always talk about it, taking people there for the first time and seeing like the smiles on their faces, the joy, you know, uh, we talked that trip where we were at in Hay- Hayden Lake there, we stayed, you know, we brought some of our friends, you know, Yolo, we talked to him. That's a good interview. We talk about Yellowstone Park with and, you know, his experience in this park for the first time and just like us knowing him as he's a city guy true and through but to just have the experience he had in this place and just love it and want to come back you know and be like i i'm I'm, i want to show you know my girlfriend this i want to 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 come back here um and 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 every time do you ever leave yellowstone saying okay i'm done with it i no need to come back here right it's always like no we need to go back and see that (laughs) yep
1: no that's that's very true (laughs) um Reverence, final words of wisdom, Say beautiful, everybody. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate every single one of you. You guys are awesome. Um, you guys really, really are. Um, you know, the sun is starting to come out a little more. Uh, if you paid attention to good old Puxitani, he said six more weeks of winter. But, you know, climate change is probably going to speed that up a little bit. So the sun is going to come out pros and cons there but that means we can get outside so let's get outside i'm trying to do that this weekend because it's supposed to be 70 um i'm hoping to do nice trail run in a new place that i haven't gone on saturday um i'm so just go out there get outside do amazing things stay beautiful uh, and have a wonderful rest of your day um, with that being said peace out everybody
0: bye